Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. It's the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents the Scoreboard Show. It's Saturday morning. We have Hunter Muller of the Southeast Iowa Union. He's going to help us try to uh, get some scores out from you from a very exciting Friday night. Welcome to the program, Hunter. Yeah, thanks for having me. Been a little bit. Well, uh, were you at any games last night, or? Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was over in Fairfield uh, as they took on uh, Burlington. Well, that was a uh, uh, looked to be a uh, 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 quite an exciting game, but uh, uh, was it the Mills kid that was out or uh, JJ Lane was out? Or JJ Lane, yeah, uh, he he uh, uh, he's a big part of their offense, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, you look at him; he's their starting point guard. You know, he's averaging uh, seventeen point uh, three a game. Uh, you know, he's pretty pretty efficient from the field, forty five point six percent from the field. Um, you know, he can pull up from deep too. Um, you know, they, they were missing tonight and, you know, Burlington obviously state tournament team last year. Uh, they're, they're big, long and, uh, you know, it really for Fairfield, I mean, they lose it, they lose it 61 52, but you know, really one quarter made the difference in that one. Uh, you know, it, if you look at it, Fairfield won the first, uh, quarter, 1917, lost the second 12 or 15, 10, but the third quarters were really where the difference in the game was, uh, Fairfield only scored three points of Burlington's 13. And uh, they ended up winning the fourth, 2016. So uh, really, you know, it hurt to have him gone, but he definitely, definitely could have been, could have been a win for the Trojans last night. But. Well, uh, Burlington has, uh, they just came out the gate. Uh, they had the first week of the season. They had the, the according to the power rankings, the best week in the whole state of Iowa of any team. Uh, they were just knocking big schools upside the head. Then they went into uh, play the Washington Demons that got dumped pretty good. Uh, but then uh, rebounded here uh, with the Fairfield Trojans. Uh, Burlington, big, powerful team. Looks like they're going to be a big force in this conference. Yeah, and, you know, Andy kind of Andy and I always talk about this is, you know, Burlington, you know, with the Caleb Bakey over there, former Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant assistant, he, he knows what it takes to, you know, get her done. Obviously, he did it, you know, alongside Coach Ronquist there at Mount Pleasant and for so many years. So uh, he's always going to have the – his team's ready and you know they're always uh they're always a tough team to play and uh you know the southeast conference especially after last night's matchups is gonna be looks like it's gonna be another tight one especially after you know what happened in mount pleasant last night i'm sure you heard that from heard about that from andy pretty good last night but uh, that was a uh, huge win for mount pleasant all right well uh do you got uh what other game you want to talk about well, just going through the list here, obviously, as, as I just mentioned, uh, Mount Pleasant picks up a 62-49 win over Washington. And, uh, you know, Mount Pleasant right now uh, sitting atop of the um, top of the Southeast Conference, 3-0 and in the conference, 4-2 and overall. If you're Mount Pleasant, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, uh, Scott, I, I talked to Andy Kretzinger after the game, and he was all fired up. He's been all fired up for Mount Pleasant. Uh, uh, they are – Looking to be the cream of the crop here. Uh, there's a bunch of teams. This, this Washington team looks like they could they could challenge. Fairfield's got a lot of talent. Uh, Burlington uh, again will will be right there at the end. Uh, but this Mount Pleasant team, uh, uh, what do you know about them? Yeah, you know they're they're uh, built. You know they have a lot of a lot of guards. You know they're they're probably one of the smaller teams in the uh, the conference in terms of you know height down low. Um, but you know, what were they were they lacking height? They have in uh, great guard play in uh, junior Peyton Higgins and uh, 
uh, Owen Van Sickle running the point there, and then uh, Aiden Ashton as well. So, uh, you know, and down low, Carter, Carter Amos is the tallest kid, but, uh, you know, he's a four-strong kid down there. He does uh, really well for them. Uh, and they also have Nate Stroud. He's the tallest uh, tallest player. He's about 6'4". So, uh, you know, they're they're – you know, like I said, they may not be the tallest, but they're clicking. They know uh, know their strengths, and they're taking advantage of them here uh, early in the season. Yeah, Washington seems like they they uh, win one, lose one. You know, they they have maybe a disappointing loss followed by a a, a rebounded big win, and then uh, uh, was it this game was in Mount Pleasant, I believe. Yes, yeah, it was. Well, I don't think that's the most friendliest place to play a game, is it? No, they always bring a great environment. You know, you don't you don't like to be you don't like to go there and just same for on the on the you know side of Washington. When you go there, their student section's always always going hard. So, you know, definitely uh, you know home field home field advantage uh, plays a huge part. Well, and, uh, so. almost all these matchups uh, last night were could have been round guy games of the week. I mean, they're just all these great monumental rivalries. And really, some uh, really good matchups, some on the high end, some on the low end. But, uh, well, what other scores are we going to talk about for your uh, area there? Yeah, uh, and one thing I uh, forgot to uh, forgot to say, I'll, I'll run, run back real quick. I forgot, I wanted to say, you know, who scored, uh, if, if they have it in. For, for going back to that Fairfield-Burlington game, uh, Max Wheaton had 20 points uh, to lead the uh, Trojans. Jay Allen had 11 I'll just say kind of top two uh, for Burlington, McCreeshy Lewis Jr. He's kind of their go-to at 22 and JJ Martin at 20 for uh, Andy probably said the points um, in the game last night. They don't have it on varsity bound, so I don't have it there, but um, jumping into the uh, small schools, obviously small schools uh, have a lot of, a lot, a lot of great talent. Obviously Waco Hillcrest uh, postponed for because of sickness, but um, we can kind of talk about those teams. Obviously Waco, uh, one of the best teams, uh, Arguably, probably the best best team in this in this area yet to lose six and zero. You know, no one's been able to stop them yet. So, um, you know, great for them. Philip Crest, and you know, for going back to Waco quick, is you know we, we see a lot of the same names uh, from fo- the football team. Uh, you know, stepping up there with some of their better players, including uh, Hunter Hughes. Uh, he's about six six two six three guard, and he can shoot shoot from real deep, real deep. Uh, so they've got a great unit over there, and like I said, uh, <laughs> what what else do you expect after uh, we see we saw what they did in football? And for Hillcrest, Hillcrest, uh, you know they're led by Graham Bender. Uh, he's about six three or six two, a great all around player. You know last year what Hillcrest was kind of lacking in the shooting area, and this year uh, they you know Seth Hours is probably their go to a three point shooter. He can really knock it down from outside. Uh, so you know Hillcrest is kind of one of those teams that. Uh, you know, they're kind of scary to play. Uh, you kind of forget about them up there up north. Um, and, you know, if, you, if you're one of the other teams, you know, you, you want to watch out for Hillcrest because they can knock anybody off. And looking at the standings, obviously, Waco 4-0 in the conference, 6-0. Hillcrest 4-1. Uh, 4-1 in the conference, 4-2 in the, in the north standing. So, um, you know, those those two teams are right up there at the top. And uh, it really it's going to be anybody's game by the end of it. We'll, we'll see right now everyone's chasing Waco. So, and then let's see here. Another game from last night. Uh, still staying in the North Conference is obviously Winfield. Real exciting team. You, you've seen them, them uh, this year, didn't you? Go to them against Waco or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that was a round guy game of the week. Uh, that was a tremendous, tremendous game. If it wasn't for Odie Stephenshuk uh, uh, shooting four threes in the fourth quarter, I think, there that uh, 
uh, I think uh, Winfield would have came out on top, but. Yeah, and to go to put that in perspective, you know, that game was great, and Hillcrest and Hillcrest and Winfield went to overtime in their game, so. And, you know, that ended up being a 59-56 win, so it's really tight up there with the uh, top three of the North Division. But, uh, you know, two two of our teams that we covered, like I said, Winfield uh, last night took on Columbus. Uh, Winfield pretty much had no problem with them. Uh, 72-18 was the final there. Um, held them to single digits in all four quarters. 14-8 in the first, 21-7 in the second, 20-3 in the third, and 17-0 in the fourth. So Winfield Cruz, another win. They moved to 5-1. and one. Cam Buffington, 18 points, 11 rebounds, double-double for him. Um, Jake Edwards, 14 points, uh, and Gabriel Hemsworth with 10 points. So, uh, you know, Winfield, Winfield keeps rolling their one losses, like you said, uh, to Waco there in that tight one. So a lot of exciting uh, season left for the uh, for the Wolves over there and then Columbus. You know, obviously they're one and seven. Tough start so far, but uh, you know, a lot, a lot of game, a lot, a lot of season left to be pray, uh, be played after uh, Christmas break here. Okay. Let's see here. Um, let's see, that's Waco, uh, New London, headed over to West Burlington last night. Uh, you know, West Burlington last year was one of those teams that you could tell they had tremendous talent. Uh, they were young, youthful team. Um, this year, uh, they're they're uh, they took a step forward. I believe they're. I'd have to double check, but I think I believe they're ranked sixth in the class, and I believe they're they're class two A. So I think they're ranked sixth in class two A, and they uh, down down New London last night, fifty one forty three. Um, so that's New London's second loss of the season. Obviously, they opened that season with a huge loss to Van Buren. Um, that kind of stunned everybody, but um, they they head over to WB last night and. Uh, lose their second of the season, but it was a close one, like I said, 51-43, so uh, New London, uh, you know, lost a lot of depth from last year, I believe they're only playing, uh, you know, six or seven guys, they had, you know, a couple more guys coming off the bench last year, but they're, now they're out, they're forcing to play a little less, uh, a little less guys off the bench, so uh, obviously, you know, we have the same, same guys standing out over there, Cade Benjamin's averaging, averaging 21.8 points per game, shooting 68.9% from the field, obviously Blaze Porter, uh, 18.4 points per game, 46.9% from the field, um, you know, those two are kind of leading them over there, Riley Martin comes in, a, in, in a third there and scoring with 8.2 points, uh, so, you know, New London, like I said, one of the, one of the, one of the better teams in the area, but get their second loss of the season but if you look at the southeast conference south um it's tough through and through i mean north and south is tough through and through obviously right now it's west burlington's top of the standings and then burlington uh you know notre dame and danville so uh you know really anything can happen there but right now everyone's chasing west burlington so let's see and then obviously the, the next team i had on my list or the next game i had on my list was Linville Soleil 44 and Kyoto 32, and we kind of talked talked about that before the game, you know, uh, or before not the game before before the show, but uh, you know, Kyoto was leading 13-9 after one, and you know that second quarter uh, really hurt them. It was 12-4, and then you know they kind of clawed back in the in the third a little bit, still lost 11-9, and then uh, Linville Soleil kind of you know sealed it in the fourth with a 12-6 quarter. So really, if you're Kyoto, you're looking at that one, and you know that that could very well be a win in uh, Kyoto's favor. Yeah, I, I called the game. Uh, uh, Linville Slay hit a lot of threes, and particularly guy off the bench, just number 21. He came in. He probably had three or four, probably had four threes all by himself. Uh, kind of the difference in the game. You know, uh, 
a very, very great first quarter. One of the best Cute has ever played. Uh, came out of the first quarter uh, on top. Kind of, I don't want to say dominated Lenville solely, but uh, uh, played very well with them. Uh, there was a little point where they kind of started edging things out in the second quarter. But then, you know, the game kind of got to this 12-point kind of uh, a game, and it just seemed to stay there. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, it, uh, um, Sawyer Stout had a great game. Aiden Anderson had a great game. Uh, Vivito had a great game. Uh, really great performance uh, with the starters and the bench uh, coming in, making a lot of contributions. Uh, but Linville Sully come in, uh, number three in the state, and uh, um, I can see why. they got a lot of height advantage over us, and they have a lot of ability, and they've got a uh, – they're – Football team went to the state tournament, so you know they got a lot of athletes and uh, yep. they got a lot of muscle. You got a lot of wide bodies. Um, Linville Soy looked excellent. The the Kyoto Eagles. Uh, uh, this was not like the Waco game where Waco really got out ahead of them and uh, uh, was clearly the better team. Here, Kyoto played pretty well with them, and uh, uh, um, it'd be interesting to see Linville Soy and Waco. Uh, meet up sometime in the playoffs or something. That'll be a pretty great game. Yeah, that would be. Uh, but I, I think Waco could take them. But uh, uh, it was rocking at the Eagles' nest last night. I can tell you that. That place was packed. And uh, it was a fun game. And uh, it's always worth your time to go see the Kyoto Eagles. They're 7-2, and two, but they've, only, it, uh, they've lost to a couple top three teams in the state. So that's uh, – Right. Uh, <laughs> Everybody else has handled pretty well, and I think we'll be all right on our division. But I think uh, uh, Kyoto will uh, uh, will be better for playing this Linville Sully team, which kind of showed them some different things and played a pretty stout defense. And uh, uh, I think uh, I think Kyoto will uh, sharpen their knife in this game. But uh, well, what other games were we talking about? Yeah, we've got Mid Prairie, obviously. Mid <laughs> Last year, uh, you know, lost some really, real key pieces uh, last year. Brought some brought some guys back to play a lot last year, but they had kind of a busy week. Obviously, they played Tuesday. Um, you know, that was a loss to number four, number four, Wilton. Um, and they uh, played Pekin on Thursday. It was a 63-49 win. And then last night, they played Durant. Walked away with a 67-50 win. Uh, Midbury moves to 5-2. and two. Um, You know, <clears throat> leading him this year is senior uh, – Pretty upper class from that. Alex Beans leading them with uh, 16, 16.1 points per game. Uh, Cameron Pickard, another senior coming in second there, uh, 14.6 points per game. And right now, um, as I said, Wilton, during Wilton's conference, Wilton's uh, the number four team in the state. Uh, right now, Mid Prairie's two and two in the conference and five and two overall. They're sitting second in the conference. And right now, uh, you know, it's, it's once, once again, everyone's, everyone's chasing Wilton, but, uh, you know, Wilton's looking pretty tough. So, uh, we'll see if anybody can kind of knock them off and pull ahead in the conference. Uh, you know, uh, I guess pull back on, pull on top in the conference. But right now, uh, you know, Mid Prairie, looking at next week. Obviously, they're playing Seoul on Monday, and then there's Christmas break. So, um, as I mentioned, anything as I keep saying in every single conference, anything can happen. Obviously, a lot of basketball. Last and everybody's hoping to, uh, you know, play, be playing their best by uh, by the postseason. Well, uh, uh, Mid Prairie had some real big wins. Uh, got out kind of a flying start, then uh, had back-to-back losses against a couple pretty tough teams. But then they rebounded with a, a couple nice wins against a, a solid Beacon team. And the 
uh, Durant team that has some talent on it too. So that's uh, uh, congratulations to them on that. Yep. And let's see here. Uh, next we've got. Next up, we've got Highland. Um, so Highland last night. Let's see here. Hold on. The Wapolo uh, beat them. Uh, yep. Wapolo gets two wins in a row. Uh, their coach's first two wins, uh, uh, coming off a win against Columbus, and uh, after a big fourth quarter, separated that game, and then uh, looks like they get on Highland. Uh, Want to congratulate their coach. I think his name is Coach Roar, uh, and it's his first two wins. Varsity bound must be like messed up or something because it says on mine that uh, it says that Highland. It said the Highland won, but the, I think this might be the. They girls won game. the girls' game. And some yeah, of these, some of these are. Uh, have you noticed that where it's like you're on the boys like basketball varsity bound, but it has like all the girls' stats on it, and then like. Uh, it's uh, it's very difficult, and I apologize to anybody that's listening. Um, but uh, I do think. I got two scores here. Uh, uh, that's what it says for the boys. And then it says here uh, for the girls, Highland 50, Wapolo 44. Is that the score you're reading? Yeah, 50-44. And, and I'm at the, even though I'm on, like, the boys varsity, it says, like, on the, when it has the scores on the side, it says they lost to Waco 49-20, I believe. If I, I remember writing that for uh, – for the girls losing forty nine twenty, so uh, yeah, well, it's it's <laughs> not as, awesome. you know the, the, everything isn't as reliable in the basketball, but I do believe uh, I, I confirmed that with Andy when we were talking last night. That was one of the scores, and he had to get a different score because they had it inverted uh, last night, but they got it changed this morning. So well, Waffle wins uh, the boys anyway. Hopefully, they get that figured out. <laughs> But uh, moving on, we talked about Peak and being a uh, you know a tough squad this year. Uh, they uh, <clears throat> they pick up a 72-25 dominant win over uh, Lone Tree last night. Um, you know, it, really for for the Panthers, it was never really close. Uh, you know, they they led 18-7 after one, scored 22 in the second, and held uh, Lone Tree to four. 20 points in the third and held them 11 and then uh, closed it out with a 12-3 quarter. Um, you know, Luke Long, we mentioned him in football. He's leading them 15.3 a game. Pretty efficient. Not pretty efficient, actually efficient. Uh, field goal percentage, basically 56% from the field. Um, ben Arrett, 12.7 points per game. And then Jaden Wolver uh, rounding them out there with 12 points per game is the top three scorers. So I'm um, peaking right now. They're sitting at uh, fifth in the uh, North standings. Obviously, they're three and two in the conference, three and four overall. Uh, the Wise Muscatines right ahead of them; uh, they're tied. So, really, uh, let's see who they next week they play. The Wise Muscatine. So, when they're a win there over the Wise Muscatine, will bring Peking up into uh, the fourth spot in the North Division, and they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Well, let's talk about the teams that beat Peking: uh, Winfield, Mount Union, EBF, uh, Hillcrest, uh, Mid Prairie, Hillcrest. I mean, come on! And nobody blowed them out. Nope. You know, I mean, they stayed within, you know, a good 10 to 20 points on all those teams. And uh, it's not easy being cheesy against those players. But uh, no. I like Pekin. And I think they're on a roll here. And uh, I think that, you know, uh, compared to the talent that they played, that when they get into just average basketball teams, you're going to see these kind of scores here. 
Right. And, you know, it shows, you know, I think it, it shows that, you know, Beacon's not far from being, you know, right up there and with the top of the teams in the, in the conference. So, I mean, obviously, you know, against Hillcrest right there, Hillcrest, like I said, Hillcrest is third and, you know, that's a, what a eight point loss. So, I mean, not far off for Pekin being right up there with the best teams. Okay. You got some more scores. You got several more yeah. schools. Yeah. I got a couple more scores here. We got, uh, Van Buren falls to Holy Trinity last night, um, 60 to 43. Obviously Van Buren, uh, two wins on the season. Um, obviously they downed New London that first game of the season. And, uh, their second win was against, uh, Central Lee. Um, but Van Buren kind of struggling as late. They lost to Danville, uh, on Tuesday and then, uh, Holy Trinity, like I said, last night, but you know, their, their two other losses on the season came from West Burlington and Notre Dame. And, you know, those two teams are at the top of the South standing. So, um, you know, tough little, tough little road here, uh, but they're going to wrap up. Um, actually, I think, I believe that was their last uh, game for Christmas break, but Jackson Manning, uh, we, we talked about him as football, their quarterback, 19 points per game, uh, 51.6% from the field. He's one of the better, better players in the area. White Mertens follows with eight points and then Bryce Newcomb, Newcomb, uh, 5.8 points per game. So, uh, you know, tough loss for Van Buren last night. Holy Randy's played, you know, pretty well. I mean, they only have two wins, but they played some teams close here in the early season. Okay. And then the last, the last game, well, the last team I have, I guess, is didn't actually play on Friday, but wanted to throw them in here because we cover them. But uh, we've got Cardinal as the last team here. Um, so Cardinal uh, is two and four right now in the season. Their their uh, only game, their last game this week was on Tuesday. And they picked up a 73-66 win, a huge win over Davis County. Um, and obviously, Cardinals over in the South uh, Central standings now. Um, you know, there's a lot of great teams over there playing in from, you know, EBF, as you mentioned. We got Knoxville, Albia, and uh, Clark. So, some, so some real tough teams over there. But Archer Metcalf uh, leads them with 27 points uh, per game. Uh, Montana, uh, Rupi, however you say his name. Sorry if you listen to this and I said it wrong, but he's also averaging 12.7 and then Nick Walker with 8.3. So, uh, you know, Cardinal getting a couple wins here uh, over from the um, South Central standings. And obviously, well, they played on Monday as well and had just a, just a um, three-point loss to Sigurd. So, um, if you're Cardinal, you know, they played in some close games, but um, a, lot of, a lot of basketball to be played and they'll take on Danville um, at Cardinal on Tuesday to uh, – well, uh, I want to mention uh, Brothers Market. Uh, they support the Sigourney Savages, who uh, played Montezuma Braves last night, and they lost 78-56. to 56. Uh, uh, They gave up a lot of points, but they did point a lot of points on the board. Sigourney's had some up-and-down season, but the, uh, they've won a few games here recently. So uh, I also want to mention uh, the Kyoto Eagles are brought to you by Physical Therapy Services of Kelowna. The Waco Warriors uh, on this channel are brought to you by Eichelberger Farm. And the Pekin Panthers are sponsored by Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Well, uh, you have any Atumla scores, any Davis County scores, any uh, Minneapolis scores? Uh, uh, I'm struggling to get uh, anything beyond just a real general area uh an effective way to get good scores i don't have it but let me let me try to look here quick we'll see if Let's, we can do 
See if we can find something. But uh, I got the KCII nuts. scoreboard, and uh, uh, you know, there's some mistakes on that, and uh, we got. You know, we can try to hunt things down on varsity bound, but there's mistakes on that. And, uh, uh, but we're just doing what we can, folks. It looks like, uh, so it looks like it's how took on Des Moines Roosevelt last night. And it looks like the final was 95 67 for, uh, Roosevelt, mm. Roosevelt's favorite. Well, uh, at least we got that score in for you. You got anything else before we wrap this up? Well, nothing else from our schools unless you want me to uh, try to find another score, but that's all I got from uh, from our area. Well, it's been about 25 minutes, and uh, uh, listen, people, uh, particularly through December, it's going to be a little struggle for me to get. I know you're used to all the scores from Moravia to Minneapolis, but right now uh, I can't find a good way to get it. Scotty Melvin can't find a good way to get all the scores. Andy can't. Hunter Miller probably did better than anyone else. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, you got any, anything you want to say or any, any plug for the Southeast Iowa Union, anything before we let you go? Well, just, uh, you know, go and grab the paper. You can get uh, all your local sports there from, you know, right now it's wrestling and then uh, bowling, bowling for, you know, Fairfield and Mount Pleasant, Washington, but, uh, you know, basketball is kind of basketball wrestling, main sports from, from all our area. And if you want to check us out on every Wednesday, two o'clock, we do, uh, uh, the, uh, Southeast Iowa, uh, sports talk. Um, you can find us on Washington live, Facebook, uh, fair Washington live, Fairfield, Washington live, Mount, uh, or not Washington live, I guess Fairfield live, Mount Pleasant live on Facebook. And then also YouTube check us out on Spotify. If you want to listen to it and don't, don't want to watch us, but, uh, yeah, if you want to, um, you know, get 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 the uh, latest area coverage, uh, check us out. And also, I will say, uh, I'll give a little little plug into uh, Iowa Wesleyan. If you guys want to see some good uh, local college ball, uh, Iowa Wesleyan boys and girls are uh, both uh, playing really well right now. Obviously, the boys receiving votes. Uh, the girls should be receiving votes for too long, but uh, yeah, um, they've won like I have to double check, but it's like 11, 12 games right now, and beat the number 13, 13 ranked team. So, uh, well, Tigers are playing, playing all real good over there in Mount Pleasant right now. Well, Andy was telling me there is a Iowa high school, uh, Missouri high school battle going on today. Do you know anything about that? He'll be, uh, he's going to be heading down to, um, actually let me, let me pull it up here real quick. He's going to be heading down. So the, it's called the, um, River Rivalry Series, first time uh, they're doing this. Basically, um, so it's Southeast Conference teams and a couple uh, Southeast or Super Southeast Iowa Super Conference teams. Uh, the girls will be heading to uh, Clark High School, um, and then the boys will be heading to Keokuk. And basically, from basically 9.30 is the first game, 8 o'clock is the last game. And basically some area uh, schools will be playing, you know, for, uh, let's see here, let me, I got the list pulled up here. So basically, some teams from uh, the Missouri's uh, CCC conference uh, are going to be playing. It's basically a CC con CCC conference clash with the uh, Southeast Conference, but they had added in some people uh, teams to make it a uh, full slate. But um, some teams that we're familiar with: uh, Clark County's taking on the Holy Trinity. Uh, we've got um, Brookfield versus Central Lee, uh, Monroe City versus West Burlington. Uh, Macon versus Washington Highland versus Mount Pleasant, uh, Centrala versus Fort Madison, 
South Shelby versus Sakia, got Palmyra versus Burlington Notre Dame. That's on the girls' side. Uh, that's at Clark um, Clark County High School. And then for the boys' side, Mount Pleasant will take on Monroe City, West Burlington versus South Shelby, Fort Madison versus Centrala, Centrally versus Brookfield, Holy Trinity versus Highland, Washington versus Macon, Burlington versus Palmyra, Keokuk versus Clark County, and that's at Keokuk High School. Well, the start times of those games are 9.30, 11 o'clock, 12.30, 2 o'clock, 3.30, uh, 3.30, 5 o'clock, 6.30, and 8, 8 o'clock. So a nice, cool little cool little kind of tradition we're starting down there. Well, you have been listening to Hunter Muller with the Saturday Morning Scoreboard Show. Uh, thanks, Hunter, for being with us. We really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs>